Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast Season 2. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, author, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, provides motivating messages that will help you work through the emotional trauma from rejection and embrace the new year, new level, and new you. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Linus Queens. Today is December the 28th, the last Tuesday in the month of December. Happy December. Happy Tuesday. Happy New Year. I told you I was going to say this all year. I've actually have said <laughs> all year. We are still in the holiday season and I hope everyone had a beautiful Christmas. I can't believe Christmas is over. I say we, you know, anticipated and so excited about it, but man, it goes by really fast. And now we are on the brink of a new year. I know this has been a challenging time, especially since COVID, you know, has gotten worse again. And a lot of people are getting sick and um, people have lost loved ones during this holiday time. And, and I have to say my thoughts and prayers are with you. You know, we never want to take life for granted. You know, it's only a vapor, very short period of time. And uh, we don't want to take it for granted. And I pray that after, you know, really after this round of influx of cases that we will get to a place where we humble ourselves, turn from our wicked ways, our selfish ways, so that God can begin to heal our land. Amen. As we approach the new year, my prayer is that, you know, that you are living your life to its fullest. I pray that is your mantra. I pray that is something that you live by, you know, especially after we've experienced this past year and a half with COVID and the pandemic, you know, I pray that you live your life like it's golden and expect the great, not later, but now. Well, welcome to the Linus Queen podcast, where our motto is being residue free, not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life to hinder you from moving forward where God is leading you. The name Lioness Queen stands for courage, hope, and faith. Lioness Queen recently rebranded to be more inclusive and realize the messages that God was sharing were applicable to all women who have experienced some form of hurt, pain, rejection, abandonment, loss, divorce, miscarriage, abuse, And so the mission has been to help encourage and empower women to live out their best life beyond their past and recognize their crown. Again, I'm truly appreciative today for your support. Oh my gosh, over this past year of the Lioness Queen podcast, we are up to 9.5 thousand downloads. I was hoping to hit 10,000 by the end of this year, but we are so close. But thank you so much. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with a family member or friend. You know, you can find the Lioness Queen podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Amazon. And also, if you don't know, I just became an Amazon influencer, and that means I find great Amazon products for you. And so you can definitely check out my site on my 
on the Lioness Queen website on www.iamthelionessqueen.com. Well, all right, let's get into our weekly dose, our episode today. We're still in the month of December. And the theme for this month is get ready, get ready, get ready. Yes, and this week's episode title is It Is Harvest Time. I got to say it again. It is harvest time. Before we get started, you know how we love doing it on this podcast. We love starting out with a quote or a poem to get our episodes started, and we love supporting others' creativity, and we are so honored to do so. I found a quote that is uh, actually was on a wall mural, um, and I don't know who the author is, but it says, it's very short, your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds. The harvest can be either flowers or weeds. (laughs) Oh man, that that could just, I could just drop the microphone right there. I got to read it again because I felt it's very powerful. Your mind is a garden. Your thoughts are the seeds. The harvest can either be flowers or weeds. I must say this is a powerful quote that, um, it gives you a perspective of the human mind and the various things that could help or hinder your growth based on the seeds you plant. Um, in other words, what you plant is a direct correlation in what will grow, what will be helpful or what will hinder, what will blossom or what will kill you, what will multiply or what will dry out in your life, what will spread and flourish or what will decay. And so your mindset is a garden full of thoughts. But the one thing we all must understand is that God has given us dominion through the Holy Spirit to tap into our spirit and manage our garden to ultimately manage what we think, manage what we feel, manage how we take in information, how we process information, manage how we respond to people, manage how we live and manage what we believe to be true. And so it is the Holy Spirit that that gave us the authority and the power uh, to maintain our garden. And the only way to maintain the garden is having what? The right soil. (laughs) Oh, you got to have the right soil. Say that to yourself. I have to have the right soil. And so you already know about this parable with the sower and the seed. And there are types of soil that determines what types of seeds will grow. See, your soil is your heart, which is the gateway into your subconscious. We have, we've kind of talked about this before, but how your garden grows is not just based on the seeds you plant, but also the condition of the soil, the condition of your heart. And so in Matthew 13, Jesus shares this parable about the condition of the soil, the condition of of your heart is so is the soil wayward is it rocky is it thorny full of bushes or is it fertile so is your soil too hard packed it's a hard packed path 
so that the word cannot fall on the soil, but it falls on the wayside. It is the soil so full of rocks that that the soil can't go deep enough so the word can really go down and do the work? Or is the soil, you know, when you have the rocky soil, you also have to think about the soil is not deep enough, right? It's not deep enough for the word to really go down deep until the word just dies. Then you also have soil that is, is thorny, full of bushes choking the life out of the word. And therefore the life cannot grow and flourish. And then lastly, you have good fertile soil, soil that is loose, soil that is full of air and oxygen, soil that is not tightly packed, but it allows for the word to go down and penetrate what is intended to grow. So how is your soil today? How is the condition of your heart today? Because the condition of your heart will determine the harvest. And also, you know, if you think about it, I was thinking about Matthew 6, 21. That says, for where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. And so it is the condition of your heart that determines the seed, or should I say your treasure? Mm-hmm. There is a correlation between our treasure and the seeds we produce because your heart is the foundation of your thoughts, of your your affection, of your drive, of your motivation, of your emotions and your behaviors. And so it is the essence that 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 correlates to the type of seeds you produce. Are you producing flowers, vegetables, or are you producing weeds like the quote says? And so where your treasure, where is your treasure today? Are they on things above? Or are they on things only about you and what can benefit you? And so I truly believe, unfortunately, this pandemic has exposed a lot of people's treasures. And I'm pretty sure you can agree with me that and what they have thought about themselves and about others. And I was just telling my son the other day about people and how people's treasure is exposed based on how people respond to situations. Sometimes you don't really know a person until you experience a situation and then you get to really see who they are. And so the pandemic has exposed a lot of the world and the one main weed, I must say, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it, is selfishness. You realize during this pandemic how selfish people are. They only are thinking about themselves. You know, we as a people, a nation, a country, and a world, we're so into ourselves. So focused on ourselves. So stuck on ourselves. We love ourselves so much to the point where that is where our treasure lies. That is the foundation of our heart. And as a result, the seeds that come from selfishness, you know, never are seeds that benefit others, but only benefit that one individual. And unfortunately, this only produces what? Weeds. And weeds grow like rapid fire. And I'm pretty sure you've seen it. We have seen... We have seen weeds grow like rapid fire as it relates to selfishness. 
And when harvest time comes, weeds are not what God is trying to manifest in this harvest season. Of course, the enemy is, right? That's all the enemy wants to produce is weeds. But that's not that's not what God is trying to harvest. And so it is harvest time and God desires for you to experience the harvest that is built, founded and treasured upon God's truth. Not based on a one track mind, not based on false assumptions, not based on false narratives, not based on false premises, but on God's truth. And so the question you may have is, how do we get to this place of harvest time? How do I get to that mindset, getting my garden right? How do we make sure we are planting the right seeds? And so I was praying about, you know, this episode today and asking God about this. What I think what was interesting is that when, you know, you're gardening, right? Whether you are professional or whether you're not, if you have a green thumb or you don't, you want the intended goal. There's a there's a goal that you have and you want that intended goal, especially in gardening. So whatever you plant, if I'm planting tomatoes, I want tomatoes to grow. If I'm planting cucumbers, I want cucumbers to grow. If I'm planting ivy, if I'm planting irises, if I'm planting gardenias, whatever it is, there is an intended goal, roses right? I want a rose bush. That's the intended goal. And so you want, you know, those plants and those vegetables to grow the way you intend it. And so it, it was never your intention when you made that, when you planted to grow weeds, but many of us, including myself, we do not always maintain our garden. Can I get an amen? We do not always maintain our mindset because of the distractions in the world. We don't maintain like we ought. And so, you know, the, the with any garden, it must be maintained. This is tip number one, maintenance. It must be maintained. If you want everything for harvest time, you must maintain your garden. It is something you plan. It is something you prepare for. It is something you put a lot of energy into in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. But in order to get to the harvest time, you must maintain your garden. Or in other words, you must maintain your mindset. And this is the true battleground. We already know our mindset is a battleground. That is something that the enemy has always tried to steal, kill, and destroy is your mindset. That that enemy doesn't want you to, to do the maintenance. He doesn't want you to maintain, but this is a dimension that God wants you to always maintain because if you do not then the weeds will grow like rapid fire. The weeds will take over. And in this time and in this season, you cannot afford to maintain your garden. You cannot afford to not maintain your mindset. You cannot afford to not do the maintenance, to not do the work. You must be intentional in a maintenance plan, which involves what? It involves discipline. It involves effort. And it also involves sacrifice. Let me say those three again. It involves discipline. It involves effort. And it involves sacrifice. You know, as today, as of today, you know, to help you in maintaining your garden, God wants your garden to be girded, founded, 
strengthened and guided by truth. That is what he desires. Tip number two. Another way (laughs) in maintaining your garden is you got, you have, you have to prune it. Sometimes there are things we allow. Let me let some some things we self-impose on ourselves. And then there are some things that are imposed on us that we didn't have control over. And some things, some thoughts, some people, they really need to be pruned from our lives. They need to be pruned from our garden. Now, you know. Is the best time, you know, I would say the best time to approach pruning is always at the beginning of the year, even though we should be doing this anyway for maintenance and continual maintenance. But now is the best time as we approach the new year to prune things in our lives that is not based and girded on truth, not based on God's word and not based on our spiritual growth. God is always looking for an opportunity for us to learn and grow. And spiritual growth is being more like him. He's trying to stretch us and expand us to be more like him. That is spiritual growth. But unfortunately, this can only be one. I I, I have to say this. This is this. This one right here. This is a difficult step. I would say this is one of the most difficult steps to take in life, you know, um, when you're learning how to prune and purge things and people out of your life that is not helping you to spiritually grow. And the reason why it's challenging is because of the loss. It is a huge loss, you know, um, you know, even, but, but even in that regard, even if things are unhealthy, even if people are unhealthy, our flesh is still attracted, still connected to that thing or that person, you know, Uh, and that's because of our flesh. But this is when we have to allow the Holy Spirit to take over and help us work through the process of purging things or purging individuals that hinder and block us for our harvest. And so there have been some weeds in your life that have taken over and it's time to prune. It's time to purge. And so the question is, what is that for you? Make a list of things that you need to prune before we embark this new year. You know, it will look different for everyone. But as I said it before, you do not have time to waste. (laughs) Now is the time. It is your time. It is your turn. It is your harvest time. So stop delaying what God is trying to do in your life. Stop waiting around for a confirmation when God has already told you. That there's some things you need to get rid of. That there's some people you need to purge and let go of. Stop delaying the process for God to take you to the next level. But guess what? Pruning is necessary. Say that to yourself. Pruning is necessary. God is saying, I know it's uncomfortable. But it's necessary. 
definitely this will be uncomfortable but in the end your harvest will be like never before and you will flourish the way God destined it to be even before you were in your mother's womb even before your parents met the harvest time was set that date was set but you must demolish you must eradicate those weeds that are not allowing you to spiritually grow that are not allowing you to be in the image of God and be all God intended you to be. Stop thinking you have to do this within yourself because you don't. This is why Jesus left the paraclete here for us. He left the Holy Spirit here for us to live and breathe on the inside of us and meet us where we are. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He meets us where we are because God knew that, that our flesh lacked a lot of stuff. So the Holy Spirit helps us so that we can rest in him to rule in our lives. Amen. And so your heart determines the harvest. Say that to yourself. My heart determines the harvest. So you got to be intentional about pulling those things up that are not helping you to be prepared for the harvest. Amen. So last tip, you must learn how to water your own garden. Say that to yourself. I must learn how to water my own garden. I know this may sound weird, but you must know how to tap into God's love. God is love. The answer is love, which is, which is the well that never runs dry. Your garden needs water to flourish. And Isaiah 58, 11 says, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. See, we have to stop trying to do things within our own strength and realize God gives you everything you need, especially when he's advancing you for his glory. He did not intend you to do everything within your own might. Because Isaiah says he will guide you always. That means you don't need directions in where you're going. That means you don't you don't even need a uh, um what are those things called? I use ways, uh 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 the 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 thing that gives you directions. I can't think of the name right now because God is really, he's really ooh. Ooh, he's really guiding me right now. But, uh, you know, he, he's saying, I'm guiding you always. So you don't need to know always where you're going. Just always know I'm taking you somewhere. Say that to yourself. He's taking me somewhere. And then it says, I will satisfy everything that you will ever need. You, you don't need to need anything. Because God will take care of everything that you need. If he can take care of the birds in the air, how much more will he do for you? Then the word says, then, then what I, I will strengthen you so much that, that you will be a well-watered garden. So you will be able to produce your own water within me and it will never run out. It will never run dry. You will never be thirsty again. Yes, you shall be like a well-watered garden only if you tap into the well that never runs dry. Only if you tap into the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. Only if you are born of the water and the Spirit. Only the one who imparts living water that never runs dry. And with the joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. God is saying, I am the well that you need for your garden if you let me water you. 
Let me water you. Stop trying to water yourself. You can water yourself when when you tap into my water. When you tap into my well. When you tap into my connection. When you tap into me. It will be a river that never runs dry. A well that never runs out. And so God is saying it's harvest time. It's time to prepare your garden for the harvest. But the only way to do that is what? You have to maintain the garden. You have to prune the garden. You got to water the garden. Say that to my say that say that to yourself. I have to maintain my garden. I have to prune my garden. I have to water my garden. And so the condition of your heart is detrimental to what will grow in harvest time. And so the question is, are you ready to grow? And be all God's called you to be? Are you ready to grow and walk into the destiny God has destined for you? Are you ready to grow and allow the giant in you to come out and conquer the land? Are you ready to face every weed head on to grow spiritually where God wants you to be? Are you ready? Because God is ready. God is ready. He's been trying to get you ready, but God has been ready and waiting for you. God is saying in this season, stop looking at the pandemic. Stop looking at the White House. Stop looking at the mayors and the governors. Stop looking at the world order because I am getting the soil ready for harvest. But you must be willing. Your spirit must be willing because the flesh is weak. And in order to get to the next level, in order to get to the promises of God that eyes haven't seen, you must get your garden prepared. God is saying, get ready, get ready, get ready. It's harvest time. It is time to claim it like never before. It is time to claim it before you see it. It is time to claim it today. It is harvest time. It's harvest time. And God is saying, you need to believe that for your children. You need to believe that for your grandchildren. You need to believe that for your family. Believe that for your own health. Believe that for your spouse's health. Believe that for your career. Believe it for your financial situation. Believe it for the advancement of the kingdom that now is harvest time. He's doing it in the now. Say that to yourself. He's doing it in the now. And God is saying, I want you to believe that I'm doing it now. Until it physically manifests in your life. I need you to believe that supernaturally. That I'm doing it now. That I don't need to see it. But I believe it in the spirit realm. Amen. And so it is not what you see. But it is what you believe. God is saying, believe today. Harvest time is now. It's not later. It's not when you get your ducks in a row. It's not when the money is in the bank. It's not when you have a network of people who can put you in the right place and position. No, harvest time is now. You got to see it before it manifests. It's not what you see. But it is what you believe. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. This is Reverend Dr. Marisha, 
your lioness queen. Let's declare our weekly affirmation over our lives. Amen. And so repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place. As the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my fight. Stand on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am. I am. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen.